Hello. 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 And welcome, finally, to the Corridor Uncertainty Podcast after about more than a day of trying to record this episode. How are you, Ben? I'm good, yeah. It's taken nearly as long as the Super League lasted. Yeah, we've we've had a shocker, to be honest. We were meant to be... Well, normally, we record on a Sunday or a Monday, but we couldn't uh, because of just work and stuff. Yeah. Then we were meant to record on the Tuesday, and we and, and the Super League had come out by this point. So we were like, "Oh, that's great! Something to talk about." Um, it's not great. <laughs> and then, well, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> but it, it would given us a yeah a massive talking point basically. Then yeah. Anchor, who, which is what we use to record, has decided that on my account I can't invite anybody to the recording. So. I've tried That's to contact them, them and they said they're trying to find a solution. And then I haven't found one. So we've, eventually we've got Ben to record it. And this might not even come out if, if we can't manage to send the audio back to me so I can post it on the podcast. But now the problem, the main problem we've got is we got to this Super League podcast. <laughs> and it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I woke up uh, this morning because I was out last night. Oh. And um, saw. Well, no, I saw last night, I can't remember that. Seeing all the big six of dropping out and stuff and a few Spanish teams as well, which is really, it's good to see. But, you know, it's always going to be there now that they went and did it, which yeah. is a bit of a disappointment, really. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I don't really know what you want to talk about. If you want to talk about why it was a horrific idea in the first place or... You know, I mean, it's just really obvious, really, that the guys who are running this, like, Perez and Glazers and stuff, you know, it's all for money. It's yeah. all for money and nothing else. Yeah. And if they, do you know what? People would be less shocked if they just actually came out and said, yeah, we're going to get an absolute fat paycheck out of this, you know. I think it was something like £3.5 billion, pounds, either between. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was between them. So it was like, that's about, I don't know, like three and a half. Well, just, that's about three million each, basically. No, it's more than three. About three hundred, three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, like, it's so obvious that it was just for money. Like, and but if they just came out and said that, people would be like almost less bothered. But the fact is, like, Perez is coming out and saying nonsense, like, "Oh, football is dead." To uh, like sixteen to twenty-four year old. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what are you on about? Like, we all love football. Like, do you know what? Football is dead to nobody. And if anything, it would not be dead to them. People. That's when that's when you really start like that for me anyway. That is when I really started like looking deeper into it. Yeah, yeah. I think you get into it when you're younger, but you start sort it starts affecting you more, more when you're older. When, when you, start when you get older, yeah. politics of the the game and stuff like you know, it's just a load of nonsense, really. And it's just so clear that the owners of these teams were just doing it for money and not for the actual love of the game, like. You know, because we've seen all this, all the backlash from literally everybody. I've not, I genuinely don't think I've seen anybody for it. Yeah. Apart who isn't like an owner, obviously. You know, I I don't know a single person who's come out and said, you know what, it actually might be a good idea because it's blatantly obvious that it's not. Yeah. And I, I think if you go, if, if you go back to money, the, the thing I, which is obviously the, the founding. Factor, yeah, I guess. Um, for the Champions League, I, I saw I this stat was based on like Man United, so I don't know if the, the money would change. But even if Man United had won the Champions League, they yeah. would would they be unlikely to earn a hundred million? Um, yeah. But if they enter this competition, they get three hundred million just off the bat, and the TV TV money that they get from this is probably just chuck another 250 on top of that so it's just for like a season in this competition is is going to be like over three times or maybe over four times as much as what you get for winning the Champions League which, which is let's not obviously why they've all signed the contract yeah yeah United are also not going to win the Champions League realistically I saw some I saw some really good I've done a lot of reading on this because it's been really winding me up and all you know yeah. I really wanted to come out here and just address it not that anybody's going to do anything with my opinion <laughs> but um, somebody said 
Oh, I've literally forgotten what I was going to say now. <laughs> oh, no, it's gone. All right. Well, well, we'll talk about the format as well because Eve, yes. there, there was. It's just a flawed concept on every single position. I, I've got like a few of like the the different stakeholders who will be interested in why it affects them differently because obviously you've got. Oh no! I've remembered now. Go on. So this is just. I don't know if this is the last thing on money, but it is for now. Um, does it not say enough? Do you know the pre- the president of the Super League was going to be Perez, yeah, from from Madrid? Yeah. Madrid are just under a billion pounds worth in debt. Yeah. So Barcelona, another team, over a billion pounds in debt. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Perez came out and said something about it, and everybody's just been like, "No, it's just because your club is in." the shit realistically and now you're just trying to you know obviously fix it yeah obviously the, the these clubs were financially uh unstable for, for, for especially in, recently and then yeah. the pandemic has sort of just fucked them over a bit like yeah as it has with everybody but now the big exactly. clubs are in, in as the big clubs are in trouble they're just like oh no let's 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 stop this but where were they when Berry or Bolton or Wigan or Macclesfield or Mansfield, Macclesfield were in trouble. Um, they weren't anywhere. Yeah, Berry some of those have, been, have been literally have literally gone. Yeah, and they could have been saved like that. It's it's less than one percent of the money that they needed from one team entering. Less than one percent they would have needed to save that club. Yeah, and let, let's not forget as well with some of the big six. I, I, Two of the leading teams put the staff on furlough. Yeah, it is. It's an absolute shambles. Arsenal um, cannot afford to keep Gunasaurus, but yeah, Mental Erzil's paying his wages. Not even at the club anymore. Exactly. Like, is it more that you don't have any money, or you're just being stupid with the money you have got? Yeah, that's probably absolutely right. Like, um, the, I think the vice president was going to be Glazer. Yeah. From United, he doesn't even know the bleeding offside rule. Yeah. He came out and said it took him two years to learn it and he still doesn't have a clue. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's clear. I mean, it was already clear that there was a, a big gap in... Love in and sort of, money. Yeah, and like between the top and the fans, there was always a massive sort of like... It, it, was, a, it was a business. To the, it's the, it is a business to the people at the top. And it's, and it's the opposite of that. It's a passion. It's like it's life for a lot of people at the bottom. Um, it's just really frustrating because realistically, we'll go on. We'll go into like the actual how it was going to run in a minute. But how the hell has Arsenal been asked to join? They haven't been in in the Champions League for the last what four seasons at least. Yeah, like I know the status of them is his. The history is good, and realistically, I wouldn't call them a small club at all. Yeah, but uh, you know, yeah. nobody wants to see Granite Xhaka running around next to bleeding Luka Modric in the middle of midfield, do they? Because... Yeah, that's that's another problem with it because the clubs, it's it's just not credited creditable in any aspect of it. Like the clubs are not the most successfully successful in Europe. Um, no, I think four of them have never even won a European title of any sort. Um, they're not yeah. the most successful teams at the moment either. With until Chelsea got a point, and that's a point against um, Brighton, by the way, who were not in the Super League last night. Um, yeah. There, were, I think four of the of the six teams are not even in the top four in England. Yeah, um, and it's, it's only not, well, I know. Oh yeah, because Chelsea aren't in the top four at the moment, are they? I think they. Might, I don't know if they jumped in last night at a point. I can't remember, but maybe well, at least I, three of them. Aren't yeah, three, yeah, at least half. Half of the English clubs are not even in the top four. And yeah. it's very possible that Spurs and Arsenal won't even be playing any sort of European football next season. Um, and we'll get on to Spurs more later because it's just exploded there. Um, and they're not even the most um, like successful in terms of bringing in money. I think that I read something that Sheffield United bring in more money than AC Milan do. Yeah. Um, like... So it's just it's just the biggest clubs who want a bit of easy money. To, to cover themselves after this pandemic has hit them harder um, and they were already perhaps a few of them in trouble anyway. 
But, like, the weird thing that I don't understand is, yeah, I know you'd get a full-on... I know you're going to get a whack of it, yeah. But why now? Because, like, if anything, COVID looks like it's, fingers crossed, touch wood, coming to an end. Or like, at least becoming manageable, yeah. you know. And there's talk of fans coming back, which is... Yeah, yeah, there's fans in stadiums massive. in the Carabao Cup final, isn't there? I think there's 8,000. Yeah. But exactly. it's not a lot, but it's 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 increasing. Yeah, like... They're not going for free. Yeah. Um, that is uh, obviously a massive part of where, well, where revenue comes from. Think about it. Even 50 quid per game. You know, if you're United, I don't, I can't remember how many seats they've got, but that's yeah. 50 quid minimum. And, you know, there's better seats and all like, there's a massive load of cash coming at you. And so I, I think back. this is the problem is, it's not the domestic fans that are going to bring the money in because I think this is sort of a global thing that they can... And I saw a video saying that they wouldn't be surprised if this did go ahead and in a couple of years it was effectively a tour. So you'd have Bayern versus Arsenal being played in Australia and then Liverpool versus Man City played in America. And that's where the money's going to come from TV-wise because it's a a much more interesting... uh, thing to watch than Burnley West Brom so th- like the the overseas audience I think I think that's the main the problem I haven't seen a lot of opinion from the overseas audience but I, I guess this is kind of where it's aimed at in terms of how it will get its popularity yeah literally like it's just I think there's was it America last year that was trying to get La Liga games and yeah yeah that's true Ramos or somebody was just like, what the heck? No, like, no, we're playing in Spain. And he, and in the opposite direction as well, because you see, like, some um, is it NFL games being played at Wembley sometimes. Yeah, if they want to And do at the new Tottenham Stadium as well. So it's, it's, it's just, I think, and the American owners for a lot of these clubs as well. Um, but I think they're, they're, they're just not the same thing. It's not the same model. It's not a, it's not a show. Football is not yeah. a show. No, it's... But the NFL and YouTube with like the Super Bowl and stuff, it's, it's, it's more... I mean, football is entertainment, but yeah, I think show is the best word. Football is not a show. Football is like a... Well, it's not. It's just a competition. It's, it is a sort... It can be a show, but it's not for... It's not about the money. Yeah. Like, it's... Loads of, like, people been protesting, which is more than I've been doing, realistically. I've just been sat here... Being socially responsible with a pandemic, that's what you've been doing. That is what I've been doing, yeah. But, you know, people been out there, like, made by the poor, stolen by the rich. It's it's a really good phrase, really. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just so, it really has annoyed me. I can't, I'm glad it's over and all, but I'm, like, nobody, I don't expect anyone to be, but nobody's going to just be like, oh, okay, they've signed, they've said no, let's go back to how it used to be. Now that's bothered me as well. Yeah, because a lot of people, I don't, I don't know, if you, you probably can't relate, right? But I've got a lot of messages and stuff from people saying your club is a disgrace, disappointment, and I've been sat here and I've been going, I don't want to join it. Yeah, I haven't told them to do it. But you know, I think that's the problem. It's the, it's the fact that the, the, the fans can't feel like associated with the club because it's clear now for these teams and. There was there's a good point because there's definitely the clubs that aren't in it aren't aren't faultless either because um, realistically if they if they, if were they up, had had the opportunity to go into it you you can't you can't were. say whether or not they would have um, the but, only clubs that I've heard who were in, who have been invited and have said no I think was Bayern and Dortmund yeah and 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 Perez said PSG weren't invited but I don't believe that for a second so. I because I don't know if you saw Perez in his interview or way when he did. No, that. I can I can be asked to look at the um, But he lit, he just talked so much nonsense. Literally, he he was saying that these contracts are un, like they can't get out of them. Well, six English clubs are already out of them after like probably like twelve hours of him saying it. So anything yeah. that he said, I'll take with absolutely no information. So I I think yeah, fair play to Dortmund, fair play to Bayern, and. I'm going to say fair play to PSG, who well, team that I didn't really have a lot of respect for before. But, like, the, the I want amount them of... to win the Champions League again. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, yeah, so who's who's in it? The other, all, all the others are in... Super League, yeah. Super League, so, yeah. 
I, I didn't really like PSG before, and I, I would still want any of the other French league clubs to win the the domestic league. But fair play, like they've said no. They well, maybe we'll have a chat about who's going to win that later yeah. on in time. But um, and also Dor- Dortmund and uh, Bayern, it was sort of more of a less as a, a surprise, but absolutely deserved the respect because um, Bayern genuinely just do come across as one of the best clubs. Genuinely. Yeah, but they, they've got that they're... rule in Germany. It's like fifty plus one, where I think fifty-one percent of the club has to be owned by fan groups. Um, so it can't be taken over by a massive business and own uh, the, the biggest percentage of a club. So that there's it's always a sensible like factor to sort of that it's not all about the money, basically. Um, and yeah, I agree. I, I think that should be a rule everywhere because you see so many. At the top, you see like these ridiculous decisions that are purely based on the money, and then at the bottom, we see clubs going out of business or struggling in League One or League Two and even lower. And the owners just don't care. They've gone in it because they want to own a football club. They've gone in it because they might earn a bit of money. Generally, they don't, and then they run and leave the club in yeah. an absolute mess. Yes, which is what we've seen loads of. Yeah, but this uh, fifty plus one, it like in Germany that they have would the majority of the time stop that from happening yeah genuinely like going back to what I just said a minute ago if you are the person texting saying your club's a disgrace remember we are fans of football we have not had any say in this at all because it's very frustrating to be told you're a shamble and stuff when I have said absolutely nothing for this league and nothing but against it, really. Yeah. And um, I'm not what would you have anything. done? What would you have done? If what? Sorry. If, if Liverpool, if if it went ahead, would you just carry on supporting Liverpool? And um, I don't know. It wouldn't be that easy to simply just say like now, like yeah, I'd have, I was genuinely very disappointed, and it is definitely affected my view of the club. I, I, I honestly didn't think we'd have done that, but yeah, yeah I, it'd be too hard to just sort of drop everything but yeah, it would uh, definitely have hit me hard and you never know do you like we'll get on to the format now because I think that has an effect as well because yeah right this effectively is uh the big clubs coming together and saying we can't make enough money from the Champions League so we want to make our own competition to rival the Champions League they still wanted to play in domestic football alongside this which would have yeah, been yeah. a lot of games and also, the Champions League is changing its format, and that's another problem that probably needs to be addressed um, at some point. Um, so, I mean, if the fans have got a voice now, then who knows what they can change? Um, I just hope it stays, though. Yeah, um, but so this was going to be fifteen big teams eventually. Obviously, the twelve we've heard, and there would have been another three founding members um, that they would have got involved. I think Porto was asked as well, actually, and they might have said yeah. no. So fair play to them as well. Yeah, so they would have found another three from somewhere. Um, to compete in this competition, it would have been two leagues of 10. Um, effectively, sort of like the, the leagues would play against each other, then it going to knock out like, and then, then into a winner, obviously. But the main, main problem with this is the 15 founding members, no matter how they performed... Domestically, if they were allowed to stay in their division or in this competition, it would be irrelevant because they would always stay there. Which would kind of just make the, like, the battle for top six really pointless. In my yeah. Life. Well, yeah, it, it would be. It's an, it's, there would be no. There's no like punishment for losing. There's no like, and there's no benefit really to winning. Yeah. Because there's nothing really to play for. The 15 teams, if Arsenal lost every game, which is a very big possibility that could happen, oh, they would... Very, very strong possibility. They, they would... They, nothing would happen. Even if they finished 20th, or, or over, well, they were the worst team out of the 20 teams, they would still be in it again the next season. And, and also be... only leaves five positions for other clubs in Europe to play for. And that's across the whole of Europe. Only five teams can qualify for this competition. Yeah, which is ridiculous considering we have thirty-two in the Premier in the Champions League. Yeah, and then what is it for the Europe? Starts off a lot bigger, doesn't it? Yeah, 
yeah, it might be what, it might even be sixty four. Yeah, yeah. Forty eight, I don't know, one then. But um realistically it's all just a, a shamble. It is. And I think it's just I'm I'm disappointed in, in my club. But what can you do, eh? What can we, you do? We've obviously achieved something though as a a football fan base. But it's still a lot to sort out, I think. Yeah, I think I think as well. I'm not sure, a hundred percent that this, I because we had recently that the EFL were in trouble, and I think Liverpool were involved in it again. I can't remember who else was. Sort of put forward this idea that they'll give some money to the EFL clubs to sort of keep them going, yeah. but they didn't want to just do it like just out of the kindness of their hearts, which is kind of fair enough. But they wanted this contract to be signed to effectively give the big six more power again. So we know that those big yeah. sides are always looking for any way or any opportunity to find some more power. And I, I think this might have been an idea um, from Perez anyway. Um, I think the other clubs maybe just were completely naive to the reaction they would have got um, to sort of get a bit more power from from UEFA and FIFA because I think they may have announced it and expected maybe UEFA to say, right, okay, we'll give you a bit more power or negotiate some sort of deal where they're they're benefiting from it and then this CSL idea go out the window. Um and, but realistically they've got really, Yeah, yeah, they've they haven't got the competition, but they've got something that's out of all this drama. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, but, yeah. Like, there's a lot of like stuff floating around that this is all just a, a plot to get a bit of leverage over, you know, UEFA. It's just don't try battling with UEFA and FIFA and all this nonsense. Like, it's just not a good idea. And UEFA and FIFA aren't aren't um, exempt from any, I don't know, criticism because there's a, a, a lot of problems within that well, and with other issues that they haven't dealt with. It's all um, about. It's all about like money, isn't it? Like you can't say FIFA have not done that. I mean, look yeah, where the exactly. World Cup's being held. Yeah, no offense, uh, but yeah, and there there are definitely other problems, perhaps bigger. Yeah. Well, definitely problems that are bigger than football that haven't been dealt with with this much force. Um, yeah, and, and that is something that Patrick they need to look at. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what Bamford said about like racism. If, if this much uproar was was well happened with like it's funny how quickly issues get resolved when somebody's pockets in trouble but not their rights almost some of the time yeah and and we're seeing it like we can we out we're seeing messages on instagram and it's just non-stop and something needs and it's uefa and all the the governing bodies need to do more um and i think social media definitely needs to do more um on that or do less on sometimes yeah um just, I, I think there, there needs to be. I think the main thing is, I mean, this is another topic, but we'll cover it quickly. Um, there needs to be like sort of an identification, like check when you go on to sign up to your social media, because I think that's the problem that people can just make an account, put a, and then dodge, yeah, put Kai Havertz as your profile picture, say what you want, and leave. Um, doesn't have to be Kai and then do another one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying nothing against Kai Evans. <laughs> That's part of the yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they can just if if they get banned or they just want to run away, they can go and start a new email, create a new profile, do it again. But if you have to, if you have to confirm your identity, I don't know. I guess show some form of ID, like you have to when you get your car insurance for the first time. Yeah. Um, then then you you have to help be held accountable for your own actions and it might be a bit of effort but is effort worth 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 taking yes definitely is i think there's not enough getting done on that side of stuff which isn't necessarily just football related but um you know it needs there's a lot of stuff that needs sorting and this is just an example of how Things can get sorted. Sort. I think hopefully this is this kind of, this massive 
thing, explosion of I don't even know what into the football world, hopefully can show fans what we can do if everybody gets behind something. Hopefully we can sort of get use that power that we now have in inverted commas. I'm not sure how much we can do on other problems, but maybe we can get together and then get rid of some of the other problems or at least start get the ball rolling on some of the other problems. Well, do you know what? Like, I saw something last night. I don't know if it happened in the end. might not even be necessary anymore, but Henderson has called apparently a meeting with the other 19 Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Like, that needs doing about other things as well, I'm afraid. Yeah, Uh, yeah. That's a good point. I'm surprised that... Well, I'm glad that it sort of has been... You know, it's sort of been dealt with, hasn't it? I don't know how much just I've looked at what's still got to be sorted, but I'm just pleased to see that people have come, come together and sorted this out a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this morning, but John Henry, the guy who owns Liverpool, has come yeah. out and apologised. Yeah, I think there were a lot of uh, samey, samey statements um, from last night. I dare look at the uh, comments because I, I had a, a quick look and, you know, it's just a few people who actually have no idea about football. It's like, don't worry, just go sign Mbappe and we'll forgive you. <laughs> you know, like, but uh, I don't think, I, I'm not fully there yet. At least he's come out and said something. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's still, he did it. Yeah, I, I think that's the same for everyone. That, that there's all literally in the same couple of hours or couple of minutes last last night. You refreshed your Twitter and you've just got Liverpool FC club statement, Tottenham Hotspur FC club statement, Chelsea yeah, FC club there's statement. There's a lot more um, collusion going on here than people. Yeah, and, and recognise they were all pretty. Other than Arsenal, who I haven't seen the Liverpool one this morning, but last night they were all pretty much just exactly the same. We're leaving and. No apology, no explanation for their actions. Um, just sort of expecting life to go back to normal. But I think there should be punishments for these clubs. I don't think you can affect the game as bigly, big as they were planning on doing. Yeah. Just go back to normal. I, I think there should be... I don't know if... I mean, Gary Neville has spoken very openly about it and saying that he thinks there should be like points deductions or take them out of the, the finals... Just, just something that can stop yeah, these clubs from thinking that they can just do whatever they want, and if it doesn't work, they just go back to normal. I don't think that's fair. But do you think they should be punished in some way? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I think they need to do something to discourage clubs from yeah. just doing rat. Like nobody was talked to about this. It was literally just the owners thinking, yeah, we'll do this. It affects the managers and the players, which we'll get onto as well. It affects the fans. And none of those parties were consulted whatsoever about this. No, it just seemed to have come out of nowhere almost, didn't it? And Well, like, and I know it's been in the works for a while, but... It's yeah, like... it's sort of been in the background, but it was very like... Oh, it's happening. It's sort of, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's happening and it's happening now. And it was just sort of, it wasn't like rumbling and getting bigger and bigger. It's sort of just always floating around this idea that there's going to be a Super League one day. And then all of a sudden, bang, it's coming now. Yeah, hello. Where have you come from? Yeah. But uh, no, it's very, very disappointed. I was personally. But uh, yeah, I just don't get how it genuinely. How would it be interesting in any way that every season you play the same team? Like part of the thing I love about the Champions League, even if it's even if Liverpool aren't in it, I like seeing the draw. That is part of the fun. Yeah. You know, like oh look, City have got PSG in the next round of the Champions League. Yeah, I actually can't tell you a time I remember that that game happening. Or like, or when it's like, uh, you know, we've pulled this team again. Good, let's go get revenge. Like, yeah, I, I think as well, like, there's, as well, that you have, like, the underdog stories. There's, it's not always the 15 teams winning it. And in some cases, it's never four of these 15 teams winning it. You have 
even if they don't win it, like the the Ajaxes from a couple of years ago, Porto to some extent this season. And there's always a story, and you would never get that. And it's it's, and I saw something that said there's, it's all good having big games, but the big games aren't big games when you don't have to play the small games. Yeah, these are just going. They would just become mundane games that that would just happen constantly. Eventually, Arsenal Spurs would just turn into West Brom Wolves, and it'd just be a derby that nobody cares about unless you support that club. Yeah, literally, and, and. there would just be teams. It would just turn into the. It would turn into like a, effectively a Premier League, and there would eventually just be games that they're expecting to bring money in. But it would level itself out, and there would be teams always towards the bottom, and it would just have the same thing would happen, and you'd have your games that just nobody cares about again. Exactly. The thing that's baffled me the most as well is some of the teams that have been asked to join. Yeah, like I don't think out out of like all the. Of all the teams that are asked to join, there's about maybe two or three that you could argue, like sorry, you couldn't argue are there, like deservedly. If it was the, if it was a good thing, you know, like it's not. I'm not saying I want it to happen. But how the hell can you say that Arsenal should be invited in? Tottenham, you know, these are teams that haven't won anything. Yeah. Tottenham haven't won the league in about seventy years or something crazy. Yeah. How are they being asked to join? Sorry. Liverpool, yeah. I'm like, you're not even in the top six. Uh, sorry, you're not even in the top four, you know. Yeah. City can't even sell out the stadium. How the hell are they planning to go across the bleeding Barcelona and do it? Yeah, it was, it is uh, just a shocking idea. And yeah, like I say, I just don't think anybody has. There was not any thought for it past money. No, and it would price the fans out as well because I imagine the tickets would be ridiculously expensive. Never mind the fact you're having to travel home and away, and home and away is not within the same country. It's not down the M42. Yeah, it's so I, I just think it was it just that would price the fans out again. That would create another gap in between the the, the fans because it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the fans that are just trying to get to game and it's the highlight of their week fans. It would no. be the fans that can afford it and, and want to go, go again to a show. Yeah, and there's not enough of those. I'm, uh, just, I'm just really, really surprised that it got that far into it, realistically. Yeah, I, I think the problem is it, it got it only got an, it got announced after 12 extremely rich people and a few of their extremely rich advisors and people around them talking about it and the second it got out to people that have got any sort of awareness of what football needs or wants to be or is it just it just absolutely fell apart and you've seen these teams and there's some people crediting Chelsea for being the first ones out I mean I mean like fair enough for being the first out, but maybe just you don't deserve any credit for it. You just maybe deserve the least amount of stick. I'd quite like to see who's um who's the first to join personally. Yeah. I know I'm gonna guess it was Real Madrid. Well yeah, yeah, but from the English clubs as well. I I guess it's probably Man United, wasn't it? Yeah, probably United actually, you're right. But But as well, like City was ask you to rank the six teams. In as like as a neutral out the the top six, go ahead and rank like who you are most frustrated with, please. Frustrated with, yeah. I, I, I guess you've got to be most most frustrated with. United. Well, out of all of the twelve, or just out of the Premier League, just the six in the Prem. You've got to be most frustrated with Man United if they were the because they're what was was it Woodward or was it Glazer was like the vice Glazer. Um and Woodward's left as well. So this is. This is getting getting rid of some of the, the problems in, in these big clubs. So maybe this can be a, a positive for football. Has he left having... his job? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought he'd just stepped down some, some silly role thing. I, I, well, I may, I may be wrong. Um, I, I thought he'd just stepped down from like one, one of his jobs. I don't know. Oh, right. Maybe. But either way, the less jobs he has to do, the better. Yeah, especially... Um, but they were obviously the, the like the co co founders or whatever you call it. They were like second in line to Perez. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, one of the vice presidents is Joe Glazer, so. Yeah. So, but then other than that, I think all of them deserve the same amount of. I'm glad to hear you say that because I was thinking, like, you know, people are going to be more pissed off with the teams that don't deserve to be there. But realistically, anybody who's signed for this is a a twat. Yeah, I, I think if anything, you can sort of understand. I mean, understand. I mean, I understood the reasons, not I agree with them whatsoever. But like Spurs sort of jumped at the chance of money, even though they didn't deserve it. And they were like, well, we're never going to get this chance if it happens again in five years because we'll probably be 10th in the Premier League Oops, sorry. Um, with a massive empty stadium. Um, but, and, and also with Spurs, they've, they've sacked their manager who they would yeah, have had to pay cool. an absolute load of money for, presumably because they expected some Super League money to come in. And now they're not going to get that Super League money. And now they've lost the money and a manager six a days, less than an hour before a Carabao Cup final, a trophy available with a manager they haven't got anymore because even though they appointed him to win trophies and they've sacked him six days before his first opportunity to win a trophy. Yeah, like, that is the bit that's baffled me the most. I can't lie to you. Like, yeah, there's probably a few things as well that you could argue that he's been sacked for. Like, you know, it was a bit of embarrassment in the Europa League, wasn't it? After they did look genuinely really strong in that league. Yeah. Um, And, you know, nobody likes a comeback. But would you have sacked him? Because who's going to be coming in? It's Ryan Mason till the end of the season. He's... He might do a good job. I don't know. I've not seen his manager all real. But he I swear he was only playing football a few seasons ago, wasn't he? Yeah, he had that head injury. Yeah, um, I thought he did. And he's been a coach at Spurs since. But that's it. He, he's not He's not got any managerial experience. Um, so who's going to be their manager? That's him. He is. I, like, yeah, now. but And that's till the end of the season. So we don't know after that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just think even if you want to sack Marino on, based on results, which is kind of fair enough, but you know what you're going to get with Mourinho. You know that it's not going to be the most exciting time. You know that you might win a bit of silverware, which in all fairness to him, he may well have done. You don't sack him six days before a Cabo Cup final. And Mace, Ryan Mason may lead Spurs out and they may win that game. But, but even this is against still, Pep Guardiola, for goodness sake. The one yeah, man... this seems like a massive. It, it's there is the t- the timing of it seems very, not not real, in 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 a weird way. But this is why I sort of thought like, a lot of people are like, you know, he says he's come out and he's against the Super League, which, you know, he's probably milking like I don't like it. As I left, I've seen both sides. He left and he was fired. Uh, he was definitely fired. Probably, but yeah. uh, you know, it's such weird timing that maybe I am believing him. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I, I think maybe it was coming, but I, I think, like I put on Twitter, that the timing of it was very Random. suspect because they've just announced announced this Super League. They've got a Carabao final, Carabao Cup final in six days. So even if Ryan Mason is this sort of super manager in the making. Um, he's got a lot of work to do he's got six days to implement anything that he may want to do he's not got a pre-season he's not got a couple of weeks of games before with this cup final he's got six days so there's it's just going to be a Mourinho side he's not going to be able to change anything it's going to be a Mourinho side with no Mourinho to guide them it's a it's a shambles of a decision at this time if they lose the Carabao Cup final and then sack Mourinho, that makes sense. Yeah, because, you know, that was all... This is... What was he brought in to do? Win a trophy. Yeah. And then and... less than a week away from competing to win a trophy, they decide he doesn't deserve the opportunity to bring, to do the thing that he was brought in to do. Yeah. So stupid. But, yeah. but uh, hopefully City win that one then. Well, I'm usually against them, but I kind of, oh, I don't know, they piss me off as well. They yeah. always. I, don't know, I probably still want Spurs to win. I want. I, I like quite like Ryan Mason, so hopefully I quite he like can. Quite a lot of the players as well. 
I feel. But that was another thing, really. Um, a lot of the players were threatened personally in terms of you won't be going to a World Cup, you won't be going to a Champions League, you won't be going to all this, that. Which, that was the thing that I was panicking about most. Like, no disrespect to, I don't know, Declan Rice, I love him a lot. But it would be different if the Champions League had, you know, no Ronaldo, no Messi. Not because they are not playing football anymore, because they have been banned. Yeah, it, it, it would have been great. interesting to see how far we would have got with... Um... And and how if if we'd got further, how the players would respond? Because we've seen the players now come out and say, "This this is a shambles. We want to play," and they haven't they haven't like. Yeah, I think it was Herrera at PSG who was the first to come out. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. Like there was there was very little talk from players until they sort of realised that it was going to fall apart anyway. Yeah, and it's I know they didn't have a lot of time, and they've got games to play. Um, so maybe that that's the reason why. Um, not, and, not. But I I also think players and managers were put in a very difficult position because they're employed by these clubs. Yes. So they can't go out and just slate their own club because at the end of the day they're the ones that pay their wages. And I think Klopp was the biggest one that you sort of felt a bit sorry for because he was almost like being a bit like a Pinocchio. Basically, he you know he doesn't like it. I think a few years ago he he was slating the idea yeah. but now now he's in the position he can't say what he wants to say and he has to fight for a thing that he, do- he doesn't believe in um, but then there was a few statements like yeah like Herrera like you say and there was a few others and there's been more and more not even just necessarily statements as well just general action really like like I said uh, Henderson calling for a, a meeting with the other 20 captains yeah, I don't actually know how much that could have achieved. Realistically, like, well, if the players had come together and said, "Well, we're not going to play in this competition," then the which which may well have happened. We luckily we haven't. This hasn't. This has been stopped even before it started. But the, if we had got a couple of months down the line, and it would still been going ahead, the players may well have said, "Well, I want to play for my country." I'm not. I'm going to refuse to play in this competition. And if you've got all of the players refusing to play in the competition, you've then no competition. you've got no competition. Yeah. Sky Sports have just come out with something. Literally, as we recorded this, uh, Juventus chairman Ag- Agnelli. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. He, he's basically just come out and said, with all the Premier League teams draw- withdrawing, it's even less likely now because I'm not going to like England's the home of football and. Those six made up half of the founding members. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So now, if you if if the other six stayed, you still got to find another nine teams. If if they wanted their fifteen to start, yeah. and, and Dortmund, PSG, and Bayern have already rejected it. Via um, have as well, I think. Yeah, where where are you finding your other big clubs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hi, Slavia Prague. <laughs> yeah. That would genuinely be the icing on the cake for them as well. They've, oh, yeah, can you imagine? They've definitely been in too much trouble. Um, but yeah, I'll just... I mean, we've been talking this for quite a while, but... Yeah, maybe we should move on in a minute. <laughs> um, but just from like a EFL perspective, because yeah. like it, it doesn't... It doesn't directly affect me. Um, no. But it's sort of like, you know... Like an EFL fan always has a dream of like doing what Leicester did, or even just like promotion. And yeah, everybody's got very, 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 very unlikely chance that you might end up playing in Europe or playing against one of the big sides. And if this went ahead, it would just like completely just like destroy any sense of ambition um, for any club. There would be nothing to look forward to. Like you, you. And I think eventually it would would have just levelled itself out, and I think these big clubs would just be just separate. And 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 I think the Premier League would have turned into another Premier League, and the t- top six would s- slowly form into a, another top six again. And I think there would just it would take a while, but we would eventually have I don't know a Leicester, Wolves, West Ham. Southampton, for example, would just generally be your standard top, top four, and yeah, and and 
I think that would happen. And I think it doesn't take a lot for a football fan to like football. You just just want a game to go to. Well, this is the thing. There's, game no, to there's no like limit. There's no contract to how much you need to like football. Like even if you just like to see how your team's doing, you don't necessarily. You can go to all the games you want. Well, not at the moment, but this is just <laughs> in, in the broader sense. You know, go to any game you want, or you can just sit there and watch it on the TV, or you can just not watch it at all. We just follow the team. You know, you might even just follow them on Instagram. Like, it's different levels, isn't it? And this is just sort of removing some of that level, it feels like. Yeah. Um, I don't think that made much sense. But yeah, I just, I just think all fans would have been affected. And the money obviously would have been lost massively from the Premier League too, because all of the TV money would have been going into this new Super League. Yeah, um, it yeah. might, it may well have created a very interesting Premier League for a couple of seasons. Um, it, presuming these clubs were not involved, um, yeah. which because is... anyone could win it, really. Yes, um, Leicester would be obviously the favourites, but <laughs> you've you've seen you've seen Wolves. in recent seasons a lot of different teams. We've seen like Wolves on Twitter and Burnley on Twitter, like announcing themselves as previous champions, having finished seventh in recent seasons. So yeah, I was a bit like, calm down. <laughs> it, it would it would uh, spice it up a bit. It, it would, but it, I was I was calm down there, mate. All right, <laughs> um, bit of a way to go first. Yeah, fair enough, eh? It was quite funny <laughs> to see that. I think Betis did it as well, didn't they? You tweeted about that one. Yeah, they they removed the two teams from this season, the three teams from this season's table in the um, Champions League spot. Yeah, but yeah, it's a shambles. Luckily, I, I feel like low key there's a lot of closeted fans out there who were sort of hoping that it would happen so that they could get into some form of European. Yeah, but um, a lot of them won't come out and say it. I'm guessing. Yeah, I agree. But I, I still think that should maybe be an option because I, I think that these clubs should be punished. So yes. if they all get deducted thirty points. Then that may well happen. We might be getting we might be getting relegated there. Yeah. Well, I think they should just relegate them all. Plus, well, if they relegate all of these teams, plus the three that we're already going to go down and send up the top nine teams in the championship, <laughs> we're going up. <laughs> we're going up, lads. Actually, do you know what? That would actually make such an interesting idea. I'd be well up for that. Imagine, because only three can get promoted back the next season. Oh yeah, that's true. And you know, so there'd just be three teams just stuck in the championship for seasons. Like, it would ruin the championship. And then they're it? out of Europe as well for a few seasons. Yeah, it Most would ruin likely. the championship. That's the only problem. It would ruin the championship because there would just be six teams for the that first season. There, there would be around. no point competing. And here we have Mohamed Salah. He's up against I don't know Sheffield Wednesday. Josh Windass. Josh Windass, there you go. I don't even know if he plays for Sheffield Wednesday. Adam Reach is trying to pocket man with Salah. Yeah, who knows? I don't know what's going to happen, but they definitely need some sort of sanction, even if I think really even if you wait for just hard. say, right, you're not playing, you're not playing in the Champions League next season, you, you don't deserve it. Yeah, that would be something, that would be a, a, an option. I, I don't know because money's. I mean, as much as it was all for money. It, I don't think it shows a strong enough statement. Just say, come on, give us a bit of money. Because who's that benefiting? Not a, no one, really. Yeah. Guys, do you know what I think they should do? They should say to these six clubs, right, you go and say, you have to spend uh, £10 million and give it to a club that's been battered in recent, recent times financially. Yeah. So Liverpool have to go and give loads of money to Bolton. Yeah. Man United have to give loads of money to Macclesfield. Etc. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting concept. Not going to happen, is it? They're just going to go back to normal, and we're going to act like it's never. They're just going to get a strict warning now, and probably be in a a worse place than they were already. Like now, if they do anything that rocks the boat slightly, they'll just be hammered. Yeah, which is what I reckon is going to happen. Yeah, probably. Okay, well, that is. That's our thoughts on the. There you go. That's not going to happen anymore. Thank God. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about 
I mean, this was meant to be a weekend roundup, but it's just so we're just going to talk about the FA Cup games. Um, yeah, very boring in the has, Premier League this weekend. Yeah. And this has been just just overwhelming factor of this weekend or early week. Um, the last thing I'll say on it, actually, just because I'm thinking from the Liverpool game, with Leeds coming out and, you know, wearing those T-shirts and stuff, it was a, it was a very powerful thing. However, again... It was, it was obviously meant for the whole of Liverpool Football Club. However, again, I think you'd find a very slim, a very slim minority of the Premier League of the Liverpool fans who actually wanted it to happen. If not, yeah, I, I think it was more of just a statement to get this on TV because the, they need the, the more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and also, Sky and BT would have inevitably probably try to get the TV rights for this competition. So, yeah. I don't think they're foulers. From oh, yeah. Anyway. I saw a funny video online. It was like, Gary Neville is currently, you know, slating it. Wait till he gets offered £10 million to commentate the first ever game yeah. on Sky Sports. Just so, yeah. But luckily, we're never going to know what would have happened. So, it's all just hypothetical now. Yeah. Thank God. Um, but, yeah, FA Cup. Semi-finals. Oh, yes. Let's go on to the Chelsea game. Chelsea. Um, oh, I need to update the predictions table. Um, yeah, we've got do. another podcast on Thursday, so there won't be any predictions in this one. We'll do them on Thursday. Ooh, we get Craig's opinion. And we, Yeah. Um, that's going to be a very long podcast, I imagine, because the ranking podcasts usually take quite a while. So now we're going to have three people on it. Pretty it's going to take <laughs> even longer. Um, but anyway... The FA Cup, Chelsea, Man United. No, that's the lie. Man United's not even in the competition. Uh, Are you Chelsea, okay, Man City. I'm not okay. I'm frustrated. I'm, uh, so it's a lot of energy this has taken in my life. Yeah, and it's quite early in the morning as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chelsea, surprisingly, or not for you, actually, you've no, predicted this exact result. The exact result again, yeah. And I told um, you, early go- oh no, it wasn't an early goal, was it? That is embarrassing. Just a bit of a bit of a shock, but Man City quadruple is off. Oh no, they have to settle for a treble. <laughs> yeah, which which is um, I think De Bruyne went off injured as well, which is a <laughs> not ideal. Ahead of like hit the wall on his way out. <laughs> but. He hit a wall on the inside of the tunnel. Everyone was like, Jesus Christ, he needs to calm down. <laughs> he like tapped it. <laughs> quite funny. Uh, I'll send you a later. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What, what are your thoughts? Do you... um, so it's Chelsea-Leicester in the final. Yeah. I'm back in the foxes, you know. I, I, say, I, I think... I when am definitely. Uh, it's not for a while. But I think they try. I think it's in May, maybe, because it's normally at the end of the season, isn't it? Yes, and they'll want to see if, if they can get fans for it. Yeah, um, but I, I think Tuchel's played well in all of the big games that he's played has been fantastic. I mean, prag- it's pragmatic and it's not the most exciting football to watch, but it's getting results. Um, but Leicester, you could say, I don't don't think he's played Leicester yet, but you could say no, that they are not one of those bigger sides. Um, They've got something to prove big time here. And this is a huge opportunity for Leicester to get yeah. another trophy. Um, one that, they, they, I mean, you don't get that many opportunities and you don't get that many opportunities to play in a final where it's not Man City you're coming up against either. I think if uh, Leicester are to go out and win as well, it's going to prove something huge to the, to the whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if Leicester win this game and get top four, then those then that big six claim is just getting weaker and weaker and weaker, especially if Arsenal and Spurs miss out on European football completely. Um, It'd be so funny. I, I mean, Spurs are probably likely to get European football just based on the fact that the Carabao Cup and FA Cup Will probably will will definitely be won by teams above them, so the the places will go down unless they win the Carabao. Well, yeah, then they'll still get European football. But essentially, if the Premier League was to finish this way now, um, 
and City were to win the Carabao and yeah. Chelsea were to all well, actually Chelsea or Leicester yeah. were to win the um other one, the FA Cup, sorry. Liverpool, Tottenham and maybe Everton might sneak in. Yeah. It depends really because Everton have got a game in hand. So we they've got to play is it Palace? No, not Palace, but Southampton maybe. Mm-hmm. Or West Brom, I can't remember. They will but have yeah, there's still a lot to play for. We've got two two trophies and that top four is is no by no means decided. Exactly. So and so you the... think teams like Liverpool and Tottenham who have been pretty shambolic this season are going to end up with some sort of European place. Yeah. Yeah. Might have to go through a few qualifiers, but but yeah, uh, yeah. But back to this FA Cup, it's I think Leicester against Southampton. Leicester were were good and they got the job done. And Ian Acho's just can't stop scoring at the moment. But I, th- I think this Southampton will be gutted with this because they had a really good chance to get into a final for them as well. They had Leicester, who, I mean, they're a very good side and the league form shows that. Um, but they didn't really have a go. No, they didn't have um, an advantage. And yeah, it, w- it was a good opportunity to at least like show themselves in a positive light. And although the, the scoreline was close, they didn't really show any any sign of taking the game by the scruff of the neck and getting a win. Um, no. They sort of just... Let them have it. Just, it was just passive, yeah. And I think that would be a real missed opportunity for Southampton, whose season started so positively, and it could have ended so positively with this. But it's sort of just been a massive downhill slope, and it'll be interesting to see how they pick themselves back up to start next season. Yeah, you're right. Um, because if you if you take their twenty twenty one form, I can imagine they're probably towards the bottom three. Yeah, if not in it. Yeah, really have uh, start. They started quite well, didn't they? Yeah, well, the start of the yeah. season was excellent, and they were up there for quite a while. But they, they they hit a rough patch and just never got out of it. Yeah. What can you do, yeah. eh? Yeah, but on the on the Leicester side of things, yeah, well, like we say, it's a, it's a really good opportunity for them to win a trophy. I hope they do. I really hope they do. I do. Um, because, yeah, like you say, if they get out of, if they can get top four and win a trophy in the same season, then that's more than a lot of that. Well, Chelsea might not do either of those things. Man United Liverpool might get top four, might not win a trophy. Liverpool might not do either of those things. Arsenal and Spurs probably won't do both of those things. Could this um, be the season that Arsenal just don't get any European football? I think they can't. Could sure. be. I have a feeling they might get win the Europa League. You think they're going to win the Europa League? I think they're going to win the Europa League. Do you? Oh, I do. I think United have got that. No, they haven't, though, have they? Because Why? Mikel Arteta knows how to win a final. You can't, you can't tell him that he doesn't. Because he does. He, he knows how to win a final, but he has to get to it. Does that together? That's a good point. What are we in the semis? Who did they get? Um, who's left? There's Villarreal. Did they get hurt then? Oh yeah. yes, yeah. So they should. They should. Roma. United. Yeah, it should be a Man United Arsenal final. We've seen Arsenal beat Man United this season. We've yeah, seen Arteta win. United beat Arsenal. Yeah, but we've also seen we've we've not seen Ali win anything. Oh, it's have- tough. Maybe he's due a trophy, though. Maybe he's due a trophy. I think he is. You know, I... Can you I be due know. a trophy? I don't think you can. I think you need to earn it and you need to be tactically strong enough. I don't think you can just say, well, I haven't won one yet. And I've had a lot of opportunities. <laughs> so it's about time that the luck gets the better of it. But no, I have a feeling that Arsenal might um, might do that. I like Arteta, so I kind of hope that he does. But I don't. I think Oli gets too much stick as well. So It's a big game for both of those sides, really, isn't it? It is. It's a massive. One. I mean, they might they might be a Roma Villarreal final too. It it very is a very strong possibility. With I think United struggle when they get to the semi final stage, don't they? Yeah, under Oli especially. Yeah. Imagine saying that. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, how reminds me important. This is a been an hour long podcast. So I don't know if you want to discuss anything else, but I, I think that was 
quite a good review of the European Super League. I think so, yeah. Um, and we, we're back in. Well, we're back tomorrow. Champions League for a few. We haven't really done much Champions League content, I don't think. Well, we've got. We're going to have a Champions League preview in. Oh, are we? In, well, hopefully. The well, it depends if I can actually record anything. This might not even go out if oh, if we've. Um. So. That's not good. So yeah, you need to send me this somehow, and then we'll we'll see where we're going. But there should be a Champions League preview, hopefully, in the pipeline. Um, if anybody even gets to listen to this, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to myself really. Aren't I? Well, I'm talking <laughs> no, to you're talking to me, man. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, thank you for listening. If you have listened, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with a special guest, hopefully. Oh God. Um, and it's a defensive midfield podcast. And I'm about to start looking at the, the stats now, but looking at the list. I'm going to do what I usually do. It's very tough. Yeah, this is the toughest yet, and I think they're only going to get tougher as we go into the attacking position. I'm going to do what I usually do and just go off me soul. Instinct. Instinct, that's the one. That's the badge, not my soul. Okay, then. Um, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll speak to you tomorrow. We'll you speak will. To you, you all tomorrow. Yes. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>